it going, Mike? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. How you doing? Hey, you know, I'm hanging in there. Surviving in this crazy world. Surviving? Surviving this global warming? Because it's 30 degrees here. You know, have you seen the map? It, like, divides right somewhere in Iowa or some shit, and it's literally, it's 80 degrees here. Wow, really? Absolutely. Man. It's beautiful. Yeah, it follows that, uh, you ever heard about that 98th Meridian? You know, I'm uh, one of those certified morons. I'm not sure if you're familiar uh, with... Uh, well, apparently you are, because you're one of the 20% that lives on that side of the 98th Meridian. Ooh. You know how you have, like, the, uh, the longitude and latitude? Yes, familiar, definitely. So, like, the 98th, like, prime meridian? Sure, here? yeah. It's so, like going from north to south. All right. Uh, if you look at that on the United States... It's like 80 to 90% of the population live east of that line. And is this the line of death, or what does this line symbolize? Uh, it's a line that just naturally we kind of just built up along this line, you know what I mean? And uh, it turns out it's the rainfall on the eastern side of the line to the western side of that line is like a 12-inch difference. Okay, so... If because you're... of the Rockies? Sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. We um we're nice hot and dry right now. Always. The way I like it. Right? I don't think it's cold too much. I like having the late summer into fall kind of thing. Yeah. It's beautiful out here. The leaves are changing, um, but it's it's t shirt weather. And it's cool at night, like really cold and you know, the mornings are almost Almost frigid, but then you know it heats up. It goes like, it goes like a forty degree difference. Yeah, that's nice. It's pretty wild. Yeah, I blame uh, climate change, Mike. And I was say either way, climate change is bullshit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> had some hot years, and now we're having some cold years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it kind of feels like a lot of bullshit. Uh, they were reporting. I need to go search these some clip action for it, but. Uh, there were some articles floating around how they are normalizing, discussing, and experimenting with uh, seeding the clouds to reflect the sunlight. Wow. Yeah, it's, they've already been doing it. They've been doing it. I think they did it all year here in Colorado. I tell you what. Yeah. But <laughs> I think once they announce in the New York Times and shit, like, hey, we're, we're, we're looking for approval to start testing this, they've already been doing it. Oh, yeah. For decades. Absolutely. And I, the test ground is here, Colorado. So it's yeah. nice and cool. <laughs> yeah. Test that, that 20%. Uh, the 20%. Oh, yeah. Good call. That's right. The unnecessary 20% west of the 98. <laughs> so you, you guys are freezing cold in Chicago currently, huh? Yeah. Well, Pretty cold. Is this global warming then, or or I'm sorry, global war? Is this climate change? What are they? What are they going on? What's the focus there in the uh, local oh, media? Oh no! Whenever this happens, you just you can't see. There's no news on climate change right now. There <laughs> yeah, is nobody talking about climate change right now. <laughs> that's what's so funny is that's it's gone. You can't. Don't even bring it up. Yeah, because we had the most mild summer of all time. It might be one of the coolest years on, uh, in total that we've had on record. Uh, Might be one of the coolest falls ever. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, here it's been nice, but pretty, pretty standard for uh, this region. And again, man, it just disappeared. You know how far it disappeared off the news cycle? They sent Kamala Harris out to California today to talk about climate change. <laughs> no, did they yeah. really? Anything they want, anytime they want something to die, they send Kamala to do it. <laughs> And they send it to California. And, and, and they go to California and it just dies. That's what happens. Oh, that's terrible. Was so, she really out there talking about climate change? She was, yeah. What was she saying? Oh, I don't know. She probably said the word climate change a thousand times within the speech <laughs> and then stumbled in... Community? And, yeah, and stumbled and muttered her way through the whole debacle and eventually came out the other end looking like an ass. I'm sure. Uh, it's... Typical Kamala right. Harris. Look, they bury this stuff every time she goes, uh, like, does a speech. Good luck finding the clips. Yeah. Did you see fucking uh, 
Man, Biden went to go to Pennsylvania. Dude, yeah, man, they did it, man. Ah, he. Okay, so you need Biden to come. The most unpopular president ever to come speak for you. And then Fetterman didn't even speak to the crowd. He can't. The dementia guy is better than the the stroke guy. Yeah, it's dementia guy and retard man. It's like the dumbest superhero you ever heard of. Like the worst team up ever, dude. dude. (laughs) Why'd they do that? You know what they're doing? They're projecting a lot of strength here. The Democratic Party. <laughs> <laughs> the image of strength comes to mind. Oh, man, that is terrible. They need to get John Fetterman off the screen. Scaring the children, dude. <laughs> He's at, well, Mike, Halloween's around the corner. Uh, they just, they're coming out with a bunch of new movies for this kind of time. Uh, he could really kind of lean into that gremlin kind of... Uh... <laughs> He's de- not an e- he's like he's not an evil villain per se, but he's definitely like a sidekick. Yeah, like know? Igor or like, uh, a, like a, yeah, like a Bane. Bane. <laughs> you know. So Fetterman didn't speak. Um, I did catch a little bit of the Joe Biden action. Uh, he's a little, he's going a little crazy. Did you um, did you catch the thing I sent you of Biden? The other night, uh, <laughs> they brought out the other robot Biden with the crazy black eyes. <laughs> no, I saw it, but I don't remember. Oh, man. he's This Biden is the one who kind of has like a deeper, gravely voice. <laughs> and uh, half his face, you know what I'm talking about? It's the one where half the face is like, there's like this weird uncanny valley. I, I believe fully that... For this speech, the uh, the oil speech, you know, where they're dipping into the wells again. Um, oh yeah, yeah. They trotted him out, and he, again, it this was the version of Biden that I would say is like some kind of funky computer generated thing that they got messing around back there. Like they they bring out like a guy who looks like him, and then they do weird stuff to the face, right? Oh, it's just a guy in a green suit. Well, you know, you could just bring out a guy similar to him in the suit and then put those dots on the face, and then you can CGI Biden's face onto the similar-looking face. It's how they made, like, De Niro yeah, look they younger. Have, they don't have to do all that. Or you just bring out an old guy who kind of looks like Joe Biden. No, it's just Joe Biden. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Stumbling and mumbling, and the press just love it, and they eat it up. And No, dude. Blue-eyed Biden, who's out there licking the ice cream cone, is totally different than black-eyed Biden, who's, like, angrily storming through his words up on stage. Yeah, that's just an old man with, you know... Sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not. Sometimes he's had his pudding, sometimes he hasn't. (laughs) You know? (laughs) That's just old man. He's too old. Well, he looks terrible, man. Jesus Christ, get him out of the sunlight when you can see the hair plugs and the fucking... Man, you look like a doll. Like a dead doll. Even with the aviators, he looks like when they're dead and they put him in the casket for the wake and they slap some aviators on him. (laughs) That's what he looks like. (laughs) Go retire, man. Take all the millions you and your son (laughs) took from Ukraine. You just go retire. He does look like he's got a decay action going on. You know, I saw a little clip of uh, Tom Brady on TV today, and he looked like he was decaying as well. Really? He looked awful, <clears throat> and Emma said something to me that really caught me off guard. According to her, in the TikTok universe, there are oh. conspiracy theories floating around that Giselle, or... What's her name? Yeah, Giselle. His wife or ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Um, a known witch. And that Tom Brady and her were all into these weird hooky spells and witchcraft and stuff. And he had all these weird bracelets and toys and gizmos that he kept. And according to the theories, that's what 
propelled his career and made him so famous and and successful and why he was able to uh, withstand injuries and, you know, make it all the way. Anyways, he's doing horrible this year. He looks like shit physically and he's divorcing Giselle. Mm. And so the theory out there is she has now put some sort of weird hex on him and it's all it all stems from the fact that he decided to unretire and come back to the game. Wow. Pretty crazy, huh? Either that or he's just a really old man trying to play a young man's sport. I couldn't agree with you more, and you know, yeah. <laughs> the same goes for Sleepy Joe, Mike. <laughs> and the divorce is probably just because he's fucking young girls. That is absolutely true as well. And she's and probably fucking young men. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they definitely have some sort of, you know, Will Smith and that other scary chicks uh, thing going on. No, but, no, because in this one, he's actually getting laid, too. Oh, hey, uh, watch out, Will. <laughs> hey, Mike, be careful. He might be right behind you, ready to slap. <laughs> Not with the jerk-off in. That'll knock me out. <laughs> Man. Well, Speaking of old guys uh, playing a young man's game, Joe Biden uh, was trotted out to announce that they're dipping in once again, Mike, to our oil reserves, which I believe is no, there's no way it's a good thing for anyone in the future, uh, a future of which Joe Biden won't be around for probably, so he could care less, I imagine. I don't see how this is going to push... OPEC to produce more. <laughs> That's right, Mike. We're scaring those Venezuelans and uh, the Iranians. I mean, they're just watching and, uh, you like, the run Russians. out of oil. Right? Yeah. yeah <clears throat> That's what they're watching. Uh, they're watching a, a slow motion disaster. It's what they're witnessing. Uh, anyways, I really enjoy how they're phrasing this whole thing. They're not even shying away from it, Mike. They're like, yeah, Joe's dipping into oil reserves, and yeah, there's a midterm in three weeks. Come on, man. Put two and two together. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty amazing. They're just right out there in your face with it. All right, here we go. <laughs> Next here this evening, the news tonight on gas prices and on your taxes. Is there unexpected relief now coming because of inflation when it comes to your tax bracket? And President Biden tonight and his plan to help lower prices at the pump. Will it work? The president releasing another 15 million barrels it of won't. oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. And he's warning oil companies about what they're charging American drivers at the pump. The big question, of course, will these measures make a difference? And tonight, the new rules from the IRS, how the tax brackets are shifting to take into account inflation. Mary Bruce with it all at the White House tonight. Three weeks to the midterms, and with the economy top of mind for voters, President top Biden... Top of mind. Mike, they uh, they just said it right there. They started right off with it. Three weeks to the midterms. Here we go. Top of mind. Top... Whoa. 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 I keep telling you, man, oh, they keep doing it. Oh, my God. Wow. You are on it, man. <clears throat> Whoa, you just gave me the chills. Mike, you called this out three episodes ago. Whole... No, I've been saying if you, it's everywhere. Every, they all, all the left-wing media keep using it now. It's like a new phrase. Oh. They, you can't admit that Jean-Pierre is an idiot. No, no, she just invented this awesome new phrase. It's either that or it's ketchup on the wall. Ketchup on the wall. Ketchup oh, on the wall. Be, yeah, another ketchup ABC reporter wall. just went missing. That's right. <laughs> This is correct. Um, someone who is investigating Joe Biden, was it? Don't talk about it. Don't talk about okay. it. Let's keep, play the clip. So I, uh, I don't want to get rated. Good call, and I want to... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go back about 10 seconds. I want to make sure we definitely MK Ultra all our fans out there. So here yeah. we go. <laughs> Catch up on the wall. Count inflation. Mary Bruce with it all at the White House tonight. Three weeks to the midterms, and with the economy top of mind for voters, President Biden today announcing more steps to try and ease the pain at the pump. Gas prices hit almost every family in this country, and they squeeze their family budgets. When the price of gas goes up, other expenses get cut. 
Biden saying he will release 15 million more barrels from the strategic oil reserve in December. This release not entirely new. It's the last of the 180 million barrels he authorized back in March. And while it's expected to bring some relief, economists say keep in mind Americans consume roughly 20 million barrels a day. Still, Biden <laughs> says the move is working to lower costs, but chastised oil companies for failing to pass the savings onto consumers. Bring down the price you charge at the pump to reflect what you pay for the product. All right, this is the black eyed. Angry well, Biden. Angry. Yeah, he's angry. He's angry. He's See, angry. I think it's just, it just has to do with the lighting. They're probably doing like a red light to like make him look, you know, and it just fucks with the blue in the eyes. Mike, what I say about your rational thought, Sorry, get that right. crap out of here, okay? I'm all about the conspiracy right. here, and this is a different <laughs> robot Joe Biden, okay? It makes way more sense, baby. <laughs> this guy's a freaking clone. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be a robot. They got a whole stash of these bad boys. All right, <laughs> they brought out Angry Biden. They wanted they wanted you to know this is for real, man. Come on, Jack. Where you at, Corn Pop? Sit down and listen. Where's that? Where's that rusty razor blade? What was it? That's a, you know it's on the rain barrel. That's where I keep it. Nobody should be allowed to be president that ever told that story. Like, that story is, you got brain damage. You as a kid, you, you, everybody around you had a rain barrel at their house that they kept razor blades on in case they got into a fight? I, you know, Mike, I can't wait to hear the secret story, uh, tell all of the conversation between uh, Joe Biden and John Fetterman <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> Dueling retards. <laughs> Fetterman Biden under the hump. <laughs> In the shade of a giant hump. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's, let's go down this crazy train a little further here. Oh, my God. The hardest working person at that event was the fucking towel girl wiping the drool off of John Fetterman and Joe Biden. I mean, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's a tie between that person and then the guy who had to tailor the, the suit to cover that enormous thing on John Fetterman's neck, dude. <laughs> Did you see that? I thought they were going to run out of fabric. Don't even try to get a Versace suit. You laugh. Dude, I, I, can you imagine the, the planning committee? Uh, where do you want to hold this event for uh, Joe Biden and John Fetterman? Close to a hospital. <laughs> Can we get a park that's like within walking distance to a very good uh, brain, brain clinic? Just in case. Where's your local uh, neurosurgeon there? <laughs> Oh, really? All right, that's a good spot. <laughs> Best brain doctor in the state. He lives where? Okay. <laughs> Man, that is terrible. Oh, jeez. Yeah, they. the fact that they lined these two up, maybe both camps thought the other one was so pathetic we can make our guy look a little bit better. <laughs> did, you, did you see the 538 forecast today? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny because he went out, Joe Biden went out there and like that's one of the most important races, right? It's crucial for the Democrats, yeah. F for the Senate. And they had this morning uh 538 had it like it was like 65 uh 35 for right. the Democrats, something like that. Yeah, I was checking that out today. Yeah, and now now it's like uh 5941. Oh, baby. Well, <laughs> yeah. In one day during your like biggest push, you lost six points. I. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to that actually. I have a clip from Morning Joe finally. Uh, I've been dying to get a little Morning Joe up on this show. Uh, oh, it's about the red wave. They're, the Democrats are pissing their pants, Mike. And they're admitting it yeah. now. So, uh, all right, uh, let's finish off this uh, ridiculous uh, nonsense here. It's fun. 
And with the midterms looming, Biden well aware that inflation and rising costs are the top issues for voters. Gas prices down seven cents. This is his biggest plan to save the economy, to save his party, to slow down the gas prices. And they were able to play two sentences. (laughs) They played two sentences of his speech, and she has to cover the rest. Yeah, what? Doesn't make he makes no sense. He's actually he makes sense, but he comes off. I watched a good chunk of it. He's yelling into the microphone and at the camera, and he doesn't blink. Uh, they trained this robot to <laughs> stare. You don't train a robot, Frank. You program it. Sorry. Well, I'm one of those certified idiots, Mike. Come on. <laughs> God didn't train me too good. <laughs> Damn public schools. Best I can do is become a podcaster. <laughs> oh well, someday I'll be a king among idiots, Mike. It'll be good. It'll be great. It's great. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, we're gonna try to get through the oil reserves here. I might not be the brightest, but I'm the sharpest <laughs> crayon, you know. Indubitably, my old chum. <laughs> month. Republicans say the president is draining the emergency oil reserve for his own political gain. This is a political emergency to the Democrats. That is why he's using it. Biden has said he tapped into the reserve to counter disruption caused by Putin's war in Ukraine. Today, he fired back. It's not politically motivated at all. It's motivated to make sure that I continue to push on what I've been pushing on. And that is making sure there's enough oil that's Making sure Democrats win. Oh, I mean. <laughs> and so let's bring in Mary Bruce live at the White House tonight. And Mary, any Thanks, idea Mary when Americans could actually see some relief Here from these is. steps now taken? Well, David, we have pressed the White House on this, and they won't say. Those 15 million <laughs> barrels won't be released until December. But the president December, has been quick to dude. tout that prices have been coming down ever since he started tapping the reserve. And David, tonight, God. he isn't ruling out releasing even more oil from the reserve <laughs> later this winter. David. <laughs> yeah, you get that oil. In December. <laughs> Sheep. <sighs> Would you say dog face? <laughs> I told you, man, the payoff was at the end. It always is. They tell you this grand deal. It was the same thing with the student loans. Like, oh, we're forgiving ten, oh, millions of people, saving thousands and tens of thousands of dollars. When is this going to affect? Well, we don't actually have a date, or it's really actually not even cleared yet. Uh, but when we do get it cleared, we'll let you know. One day. And also, great news, the Inflation Reduction Act. It turns out it will reduce inflation in 2033. Uh, anyways... <laughs> Back to that Trump guy. Isn't he crazy? Did you see that Mar-a-Lago shit? What an idiot. (laughs) He took confidential papers. Back to Jan 6th. (laughs) Is it too late to impeach him? Can we do a third impeachment? His ratings are killing us. (laughs) They really killed themselves with Trump, man. Oh, they they blew their load. That's honestly they got what no happened. ratings yeah. now. No, no, no one watches their crap. We're watching it barely, <laughs> barely. I just jump in for the clips, man. Just hate watching. actually is kind of hate watching it's also look i really like to see what everybody's talking about on both sides i check out a little tucker i'm not a huge fan of tucker but i like to see what people are getting from tucker he's the most watched show on cable news programming i don't think they get it it's just because he's talking about stories that none of you guys are talking about i i don't want to watch you know all you guys are talking about the same stories so I only need to watch one of you. I've kind of done a big right? circle on Tucker, and I feel like mm-hmm. at this point, in my mind, I, I'm pretty convinced 
all of Fox is just controlled opposition to CNN, right? It's they're probably oh, working, you know, it's all government stuff and you know all owned by the same people. Dude. Tucker is just um he goes out there and says what all the conspiracy theorists are saying and then they publicly make it known that this is wrong to be talking about. Yeah, no, he's definitely controlled opposition is the best way I would put it. Yeah. It's yeah. owned by the same people. And I would say his tell so. ultimately was that bow tie. <clears throat> the what? The bow tie, man. Remember that stuff? <laughs> he rocked that bow tie for years. That was ridiculous. You think the bow tie was the selling out or getting rid of the bow tie was selling out? No, it was the tell that he was CIA in my book. <laughs> oh, no. CIA wouldn't wear bow ties. They're not that, <laughs> they're not that clever. Maybe Fox News is FBI, right? And uh, the CIA is CN- uh, CNN, right? Could be. I, don't, I don't see enough khaki pants on there. That's the <laughs> you know? Mirrored sunglasses. Ooh, we are due for a khaki pant moment. Did they just uh, kill that program, you think? It got just made fun of too much? Uh, they're, they're, <laughs> they're in costume. You know, they're uh, really trying to change, change up their look. <laughs> Coming a little too obvious. <laughs> or maybe people are just casually wearing it now. Like, a lot of people saw it, and they're like, ooh, <laughs> I like that look. So it's actually just... a great Halloween costume. It, what is it, the uh, white t-shirt khaki pants? Or, uh, no, it's no. like a, like a button-up shirt, kind of, with yes. the sleeves rolled up. Yes, that's correct, okay. Khaki pants, shirt tucked in, the mirrored glasses, that's the right. high and tight haircut. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. All you kids out there, if you need a group idea. Be a federal agent. And then one of you can be the U-Haul van. <laughs> that's that's your fat friend. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, dude, you see that guy? You know that guy from American History X, the really fat guy? Yeah. Have you seen him recently? I imagine he's fantastically muscular and in super shape. Dude, super jacked. They all that happens to all of them, man. You remember uh, Neville, the uh, he was like the chubby, dorky wizard in the Wizard of Oz. He grew up to be this like super jacked dude. No, really? Yeah. Who? I don't know. The Wizard of Oz. Did I say Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Oh, I meant uh, what was that? <laughs> That shitty movie. <laughs> Harry Potter. That's <laughs> <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Kids. <laughs> you talking about the guy that you talking about the guy that died? I don't know. One of the kids in it, man. He grew up to. Uh, he was like a fat kid throughout the whole series, and then grew up to be like super muscular. Yeah, is that what happened? Yeah, but that guy, the American History X guy, that guy was fat for like ever, and then he now he's like super jacked. I'm sure he posts a lot of pictures on Instagram and like strongest man in the world, dude. Oh, it's really funny. Oh, he it's went really to like, uh, he's like, wow, yeah. What? What's up? He went to like super weightlifting. Yeah, all like right, bodybuilding. All right, dude. It's really funny because if you watch him in an interview, he's like, you can t- always tell somebody who used to be fat because they're just too happy. You know what I mean? He still has that like look in the face of like, like, I don't know. Do you not realize you could? destroy everybody in this room (laughs) (laughs) it just still has like that nice guy look in his face you know well i always say what's the first thing somebody says to another person who has lost a lot of weight Uh, you look great you look great that is always the first thing everybody says to that person and by the way i brought it up many times lizzo you can inspire a whole generation of girls out there to look great To really look great. Instead, Lizzo, you can go out there and did you see the quote of her floating around about uh, I make music, I don't make music for white people? Is that what she said? (laughs) (laughs) Very interesting. (laughs) Just go out and lose some weight. Yeah. Stop making racist comments. (laughs) Stop. Just stop. I, I'm so sick of it. 
<laughs> the, the, the hating on any race. Just stop. You know? Yeah, I don't make music for white people. Well, I hope no white people buy her shit anymore. I'm sure they uh, already don't and won't, or they do. I don't know. Do people even buy music anymore? No, probably not. I don't know. You know, if Lizzo really wants to affect and hurt, you know, white culture, don't uh, do shows in Colorado. You know, you'll destroy us. Yeah. Don't come to uh, Red Rocks. Maybe you don't need white people. I mean, you guys see all these black people in Chicago that just have so much money, and you're like, who is this guy? <laughs> but, like, he's apparently a famous rapper. Like, there's so many of these guys. It's unbelievable. <laughs> how, how could the industry be that big? I think this whole woke culture has gone off the rails, and people have caught on. People who were never really into, you know, uh, stuff like the Daily Wire, or any of the conservative talk uh, shows or any of that stuff. You know what I mean? They were never really, they'd probably laugh at you if you brought up anything that was like woke. But now the woke stuff, which I believe the critical race theory shit is lumped into wokeism, right? And I mean, look in the dictionary, what is it? It's race-based, right? Uh, I think people yeah, are- it's an awareness, you know? I just think our generation, for the most part, grew up in the, well, there's no difference between us. We're all the same, and we're kind of sick of all this bullshit from this modern woke era. Yeah, that definitely died. And you know what, man? I think it's what's fueling what's about to happen in this next election. No, I think the only thing that people care about is the economy. Yeah! <laughs> <clears throat> I think everything else, like Black Lives Matter, all that is great when the economy's good. Yeah. But all of those fall short of the economy when the economy's bad. You all know? right, I dig it. Fam- the famous words, man. It's the economy, stupid, right? That's, that's all it is. If you can't afford shit, you're not worried about the stupid shit, you know? Well, Mike, I love listening to the other side. I love getting that extra <coughs> power from the uh, from the left and hearing them talk about maybe let's say balanced news for a change, right? So uh, yeah. we're <laughs> we're gonna get a little balanced news out of the uh, folks over at Morning Joe, I believe. I think this is Morning Joe. We'll see. What goes on here. All right, here we go. Blake Hounshell, the editor of On Politics, the newsletter for The New York Times, has new analysis for the paper this morning about the midterm elections that, quote, the Democrats fear Red October has arrived. Blake writes in part this, quote, here's the thing about elections. When they break, they usually break in one direction. And right now, all the indicators on my political dashboard are blinking red, as in toward Republicans. He continues, first, there's inflation. It hasn't gone away as the Biden administration had hoped. Then there's crime, which has rapidly moved up the ladder of issues that matter to voters. Democrats have bet heavily that widespread anger over the Supreme Court's reversal of Roe versus Wade would drive voters away from the Republican Party. Democrats' strategy might have been a smart move in an otherwise brutal year for the party, but it has also come at a cost. All those abortion ads have taken resources away from whacking Republicans for opposing the policies Democrats passed in Congress this year. Finally, there's the historical pattern of midterm elections, which tend to be referendums on the party in power. So as the polls move the GOP's way, this election is looking a lot more normal than it might have seemed over the summer. For Democrats hoping that this midterm election might be different from most others, normalcy is bad news. Um, Joe, we're going to get Elise's uh, focus groups out of Pennsylvania that illustrate this point as well, that perhaps abortion, while red hot over the summer and still important to some voters, may not be as persuasive a voting issue as Democrats (laughs) had hoped it might be. Yeah, and you're you're hearing it everywhere. It, It actually is fascinating the last couple of days in particular. Democratic consultants uh, from Oregon to New York State uh, in the near uh, near state of panic. Uh, panic yesterday in New York State, uh, we 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 heard about a new poll showing uh, that the governor Kathy Hochul actually in trouble and and congressional candidates concerned in close races across New York that that's actually dragging them down. We've heard it in in Wisconsin. Things are going Ron Johnson's way and uh, dramatically right now, according again to consultants. Pennsylvania has gotten really tight. Uh, the, the, the Republicans feel really good tight. about That's Georgia, really good. feel good about Around Ohio, the feel good about a lot of, <laughs> lot of races there. 
so good. Yeah. It's getting tight, tight around that that Little collar there, Mike. The neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hear him mention the focus groups out of Pennsylvania. I don't know if you saw those. No, I didn't actually. Dude, they were terrible for the Democrats. <laughs> you know, they were doing these. They were doing them over like the Zoom call thing, and it was uh. They're just asking people questions about John Fetterman and um, Oz. You know, like, what's the first thing that comes to mind and all that, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, the funniest part was when they asked him, they asked him, do you know what John Fetterman's opinion is on uh, abortion? Nobody knew. Not one person. Even the people that said they were voting for him, nobody even knew what his uh, what his opinion was. Wow! So <laughs> I I'm amazed. So they don't care. They do. Nobody fucking cares about abortion except for you people in D.C. And you, you know what I mean. Your focus groups, your little bubbles, the same groups that came up with ultra MAGA. Those are the ones that care about abortion. Yeah, because you went to do a focus group in Pennsylvania, and those people didn't even know what the candidates' views were. They had no idea. It's pretty fascinating. Um, they're really... you, know, you know what they did cite? Yeah. No. The, the number, so the people that voted for Fetterman, the one thing they mentioned the most was marijuana, that he wants to legalize it and all that. <laughs> really? <laughs> Okay. And the one thing that the people hated of him the most for was his views on uh, releasing criminals. Oh, all right. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Very. It was, dude, the focus group was probably. If you want, to, if you want to know whether the polls are bullshit, go look at those fucking focus groups. Yeah. You'll realize. Yeah, these guys are so off. I mean, if you look at everything going on, like they're predicting. They're still predicting that the Democrats will hold the House, or no, the Senate. I forgot what it is. They're giving them like an 8-point, 9-point advantage. It's like, dude, your polls are off by at least that, you know? 538 is shockingly off, and I mean, and I know they're way off on everything because they have the Bulls ranked, like, below Toronto? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> are you guys on crack? Are you guys hanging with Hunter Biden? <laughs> Snorted it's, too much Parmesan dude, cheese on that fuck, one, It's man. based on some fucking algorithm they have. If I hope this isn't the same algorithm that you're using to predict the outcomes of the Senate and the House election because, you know... The polls all, aren't that good. <laughs> yeah, well, I think they're going to be a little better than what they're being it's predicted. You're, you're a Chicago fan at the beginning of the season. This is true, number one. And number two, they're getting no respect. Never listen to a Chicago fan at the beginning of any season. Li Come talk to the midway. Ah, they're fucking bombs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how it man. goes. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> beginning um, of every whatever whatever sport sport it is, the beginning of the season, every Chicago one's putting up the flag. They're wearing the t-shirt. Oh, they got it this year. No, we got we got Jimmy and we got Brian and we you know they they traded what's his name and this and that. Four weeks later, those fucking bums couldn't win. They couldn't catch a cold. <laughs> <laughs> every year, every I, fucking season. I had no faith in the Bears this year. They looked so shitty going into the season. I, you know, I don't. I was never on the Fields bandwagon. And you wouldn't I, believe I, the talk. Oh, I believe it. I heard it. I, you know. No, absorbed. all the talk right now is how like this is this is good. They're gonna keep him and build a team around him. Then build like receiving team. And he's a horrible just... draft pick. They need to get rid of Fields and start completely from scratch again. Yeah, but they never got. We haven't had a quarterback in thirty years. I believe what the Bears should do is go back to what worked the fir the one and only time. Screw the quarterback position. Make that your <laughs> least priority. <laughs> Yeah. And by the way, the game is changing. It is actually, um, they're now changing the defensive schemes and they're shortening the patterns that receivers can run. And so now it's becoming a more run-heavy type of game. Mm -mm. So go get, go get yourself some really good running backs, which I think the Bears have a 
maybe one okay running back. They need to get a not like they need a Barry Sanders or a Walter Payton. Neon Dion. He was a receiver, but uh, I see where you're oh, at. Yeah, I yeah, dig yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, was, but yeah, I agree with guy. you. Get some just incredible uh, receivers and, uh, I'm sorry, uh, running backs. Boost your line and just get the most incredible, kick-ass, frightening defense you could possibly put together. Yeah. And I think the Bears could win, an, win a championship old school. And then at the end of it, stick in your modern era Jim McMahon. And you can put in anybody in that little spot. Any winning Bears team, you need a good kicker. Brent, yes. Yes. <laughs> just, you need a butt uh, kiss. Or but, oh, no, not butt kiss. Uh, Robbie Gold. Uh, Robbie Gold. And before that, uh, I can't remember what that guy's name was. Don't fucking trade him to the fucking whoever. They went to the Niners. And speaking of yeah, which. Remember that? And then the next year, he fucking nailed a 50-something yarder on us. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. it's the story of every chicago team yeah well it's the midwest mike it's a bunch of losers and speaking of losers in the midwest i think it's going to be the democrats coming in november man (laughs) i seriously do oh yeah no they're losing the house in the senate that's what they're saying and that's what's happening and i'm hoping hoping that it happens here in colorado i think there's going to be a little bit more red going on they're predicting blue, but I think everywhere they're predict- predicting blue, it's all bullshit. It's just amazing how tight the races are. You know, like, here, Pritzker's definitely going to win, but, I mean, Bailey's actually putting up a little bit of a fight. You know? Is Bailey a rich guy like Pritzker? Is that, oh, uh, yeah, they're both yeah. just big, fat billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> just... But one was born into it, and the other one made it, you know, he made his living off of farming and all that. Wow. All right, well. I'm excited, man. Electric, election season. Uh, I keep looking out the window for my ballot to arrive in the mail, and then I'm going to uh, not fill it out. I'm going to go to the voting facility. I'm going to go vote. Yeah, me too. Man. <laughs> you see fucking Georgia, all that talk from Stacey Abrams. More people are voting than ever before. Yeah, because they're sick of your bullshit, and they want yeah. people like you out <laughs> of politics. Out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah, dude. All her talk, dude. All her talk. Remember all the remember the remember they lost the uh, All Star game because of the Jim Crow laws. It came to Denver. Thanks again, Stacy. Yeah. I uh, I couldn't be more appreciative of that. Yes, I totally remember. Remember the Jim Crow laws. Well, now it turns out more blacks and Latinos are voting than ever before. <laughs> and it had, the election day is not even here. This is just the early voting. Yeah, which is a scam in itself. Even when I read articles about it, I, I saw several today on AP, and it was just, you know, early voting begins in these places, and I, all I can think is, you know, you could sneak in a lot of fucking votes in that time. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot, right. a, lot of, a lot of dead people yeah. can vote in a month, man. You got two weeks. That's a lot of dead people. Yeah. <laughs> They can vote in those moments, in that time frame. I don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, Stacey Abrams, there's not enough dead people in Georgia. I was a renter for many years here in Colorado, especially down in the, the uh, college areas. And in those places, man, everyone's going in and out every year, right? Nobody's changing their mailing addresses in time especially, you know, during these, you know, people are going in and out of these places right around school season in the fall and shit. You know, how many ballots are getting mailed to people that don't live in these places anymore? Yeah, I know, they're getting a lot. I'm going to tell you, a lot. I've seen it happen. I've experienced it. No, it happened here in 2020 where, like, uh, people, you know, like, Nona's sisters were getting stuff from, like, their kids that moved out 10 years ago for sure they were getting ballots and they live in wisconsin and indiana you know and it's very easy to just fill those out and put them in yeah why not well you don't have to check for an id or see if this person actually exists or lives in the state (laughs) sounds good to me (laughs) you know Uh, 
So I have a huge problem with this whole mail-in voting and the voting early stuff, but I I get it. All right. You know, we we could I don't know, make it like 2 days. <laughs> Two weeks seems like a uh, long time. I think one day is good. You know, I- I'll go as far as make it a federal holiday. I have always said holiday. Yeah, do a holiday. That Be- way, if you got to wait in line all day, fine. And here's the thing. Here's what I believe. The Monday night before Tuesday election day that everybody has off would be the busiest bar night every year, and it would be the drunkest, craziest wildest night of the year and people on certain years right depending on the election man it would get violent right come on it would just be like crazy fights overwhelmed jails like dude you could do the final debates that night (laughs) oh Oh, man (laughs) but do you know what i'm saying like think about you know like the night before uh thanksgiving is one of the biggest party nights of the year right if we all could have like a, you know and i bet you a lot of jobs would give everyone monday off too you get a little four-day weekend out of this whole deal. <laughs> what a party. Well, for the white people. And then everybody... For the rich white people. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you're right. But then the rest of us, we party Monday night. We all get Tuesday off. We go in and uh, we're hungover and we do our vote. That's perfect. That's a great idea. I, I think the holiday is a great idea. I've always believed in it. Although the Democrats... Uh... No, they don't want that, Mike. Uh, it's racist or uh, They do get a lot of minority votes, and they do get a lot of working votes, and those guys are working, <laughs> whether it's a holiday or not. Uh, this is a very good point, yeah. Even on our Christmas and New Year's and Fourth of July, we still have people working. Good call, good call. Yeah, just get your ass to the station and vote. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's a bizarre uh, mentality. Uh, Stacey Abrams sounds like a loser if that's all, you know, to be honest, like going into this election. And I, I'm not, you know, it's Georgia, right? What do I care, I guess? But I mean, it's kind of funny. And uh, she's only really talked about election integrity. She's not running on anything else. Yeah, she has nothing else. So she's kind the of. The only thing was that they stole the last election from her. <laughs> that's right. And so, hey, look. Trump, you know what the, pro- the problem is? You keep bringing that up, but it, it turned out to be very good for the people of Georgia. You know, this is true. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. I, I'm wondering how uh, this plays out uh, in the next few weeks. I love how uh, some of our predictions came true, Mike. Heading into this, and a few of them didn't. They didn't ramp up the COVID like I thought they would, and you thought they would. Did you see that clip I sent you? Yes, I did, sir. That last minute clip? I did. And so in the absence of COVID, Mike. No, dude. This is the vaccine. It totally is the vaccine. Right? Yes. And did you notice the states where you guys are having the problem? Absolutely. Man, did you get the clip? I chopped it up a little to, for time, yeah. but uh, I think I cut a little of the middle out there. This was the first story, breaking news on World News with Dave Muir today. This is the, the COVID one you sent me, I think, right? Yeah. No, this is the one where the kids are, are getting sick. There's like this, in, there's this crazy increase in hospitalization in kids with <clears throat> respiratory yes, problems. Yes, it's this new disease they're uh, unfamiliar or they're familiar with, uh, but it's spreading at a rapid rate, I guess. Right, Mike? Yeah. All right, Not yeah. just one. It's a bunch of different diseases that they're getting that at a, a crazy rate. Which plays into our belief that the vaccine is what caused that bizarre monkey pox uh, thing that happened there for a minute. Yeah. Probably hives. Okay, we're going to do this one. Here we go. The kids are in trouble, Mike. Bring in ABC's medical contributor, Dr. John Brownstein. He's chief innovation officer at Boston's Children's Hospital. So, John, hospitals in at least 26 states, as Ariel has been talking about, plus Washington, D.C., seeing this major uptick in RSV in kids. What about you? Are you seeing this in your patients as well? Yeah, so, Kira, good afternoon. We are seeing this rise in reporting. Do you remember Brownstein, Mike? No. We clipped Brownstein during monkeypox. Oh, wow. And I, I was infatuated with the idea that they brought out a guy named Brownstein to talk about an anal... 
you know, oh, for virus Fox. situation. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. But you, what's crazy is you got through this whole thing. You got to remember they keep saying RSV. That's just like a generic term for a respiratory virus. Oh, Mike, they make it very clear just how dangerous this is. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. In RSV cases in our hospital across the region. And this is unusual. You know, we wouldn't see this level until midwinter. And we're seeing kids getting sicker and needing to be admitted to the hospital. And hospitals around the region are getting overwhelmed. And what we're seeing is capacity at its highest in the last two years, even beyond what we dealt with with Omicron. And we also, on top of that, have a staffing shortage across this country, burnout from COVID, and not only RSV, but we have other respiratory viruses like rhinovirus, flu, and turvirus. So it's a bad time in pediatric hospitals around Ooh, the country right now. A lot of viruses. So how is this different from things uh, like COVID and the common cold? What are you, what are you actually telling yeah. parents, you know, who yeah. understandably want to know what's going on with their kids? Right. Well, RSV is very common. It's actually one of the most common causes of mild and cold-like symptoms. <laughs> and most oh, people gosh, recover in a week Christ. or two. All right, because for full disclosure, my daughter has something going on right now, and it's moved over to my husband, and it's not fun, and it's not COVID because we're testing for COVID every day. Um, And there's some other doctors uh, suggesting that this rise in respiratory illnesses is in part because of relaxed COVID restrictions. What do you think of that? Well, yeah, I think it's definitely part of the fact that now we're finally mixing again. We're removing masks. We're not doing social distancing. And there's a reduction <laughs> in the population. We he are used to these himself. respiratory viruses cycling every year. But with COVID, we sort of you know, held back because there wasn't that level of transmission. So those respiratory viruses weren't cycling in the same way. And now we're back together. And so these viruses are coming back with a vengeance. And so we sort of have this unfortunate perfect storm because you have these seasonal viruses. We may have a bad flu season. We also may have a, a COVID variant in the rise. We'll see. So it's a tough challenge right now. And that's something that you know our team is trying to forecast to see how bad these next few months are going to look like. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, your kids are getting sick because they got the fucking vaccine and it ruined their immune system. <clears throat> that's right. That's coming from the plumber. Yeah, if the plumber knows that, you should be very scared about what's coming next with these vaccines. <laughs> Because the plumber predicted this. That should frighten everyone. When the plumber that's there fixing your toilet predicted why your kid is sick eight months ago, you have a serious problem on your hands down the road. You should realize you've been brainwashed. You've been brainwashed and then poisoned. And then they brainwashed you into poisoning your kids. Dude, same time this came out today, CDC... Yes. Unanimous decision. COVID vaccine is now part of the regiment for ch- children to go to school. Oh, yeah. And do you know what that means, Mike? It means they can't get sued. Oh, it's terrible, dude. That and is terrible. The bad guy wins in this one. You know what the problem is? It just makes you think about the other vaccines now. Like, if this one's bullshit, right? Well, it makes me think Jenny McCarthy was right all along. <laughs> was she the anti-vaxxer, the OG? Jenny McCarthy is the one who is credited with bringing the idea into the mainstream, um, you know, what is it? Zeitgeist, I guess, if you will. Uh, lexicon. Yeah, just in, into the whole... <laughs> it's like just a bunch of words. Sounds uh, good. Uh, you know... She brought it in, you know, like into the public eye and blamed her kid's autism on some sort of vaccine program that he took as a kid that most kids take. Dude, I don't know anything about this. And I would honestly say at this point, Mm -hmm. I don't trust anything from Big Pharma going forward. I for the last 10 years never even really took advil and that's kind of where the basis of my hesitation to take the vaccine came from uh oh yeah no, no. i just don't put pharmaceuticals in my body and so you know the thought of putting something experimental just seemed bizarre and unusual and something that was just out of character for myself yeah but now you're gonna put it in every school kid and not every school kid because Let's face it, it's going to be the poor kids. 
private school is not. It's going to be this. private school only. And yeah, look, Mike, you want to do a eugenics program, or do you want to do a eugenics program? All, All right, right, buddy, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. man, you got to weed out the. Uh, I don't want to kill our kids. We're trying to cut the fat here, man. We're. You know what I mean, <laughs> come and on. By fat, I literally mean the fat kids <laughs> in the public schools. Have you seen these playgrounds, dude? Oh. Jesus Christ. They got to reinforce those swings now. These kids are so fucking fat. <laughs> well, it's a huge problem and outcome from the lockdowns, dude. Uh, it probably is from the lockdowns. I was watching these kids play the other day, man. Half the playground was fucking obese. Yeah. Ooh. Like, just fat. This is coming from a fat man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, I mean... Uh, again, dude, I always I fucking go and hammer on the Lizzo. Lizzo bothers me so much because, uh, you know, like sh- she's really. Well, in that's probably why our, they. That's probably why they support her so much. She's just so in my face everywhere I go. There's uh, Lizzo to, wearing nothing, and it's so she, disgusting. It's got. She's the I'm, product of the lockdown, so you got to make that beautiful, so you can keep them locked down. We we're in a we're in bad territory, and I just I see it everywhere, and I don't like it, man. Yeah. And I'm I'm constantly again. I go back to the Lizzo. You know what it was? You know what I think really got me, Mike, was the Lizzo Big Gers show. Gers show. <laughs> Dude, it won an Emmy. It definitely won an Emmy. We we covered the <laughs> the acceptance speech. It won an Emmy, dude. Then she got to play a flute. Yeah, John Adams flute. Um, <laughs> that show was so dis- like it was something else. Number it was one, so bad. It was something else. But the dude who <laughs> became untucked while he was dancing <laughs> and made it like halfway through the show, or maybe to the finals. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't watch it that far. It was just so damn. You really watched it, huh? Hey, Mike. Uh. I'm a professional when it comes to this podcast, and I do my homework all the way. <laughs> yeah, right. I read the book start to finish, okay, babe? <laughs> I, I don't take the cliff notes, all right? <laughs> no way you watch that one. <laughs> We'd be able to hear you get dumber. <laughs> yeah, I skipped that one. I just caught the uh, first two episodes, I think. I can't... Yeah, that's all you can take. Uh, yeah, well, the dude was just too much, and our, you know, our culture's just gone off the deep end there. Yeah, you're not even a big girl, you're a big dude. You're a fat dude. You're That's fat. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm sorry, it's not Lizzo's yeah. fat dudes, it's Lizzo's big girls. <laughs> big girls. <laughs> you... That's so stupid. <laughs> Which, which, by the way, kind of sexist of Lizzo. Why doesn't she have Lizzo's fat dudes? It should just be Lizzo's fats. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzo's fatties. Could you imagine if there was a segment, you know, at some point where the big girls take a break and then out come out these like, uh, you know, ten fat dudes. <laughs> They're just Come incredible. On, yeah, just incredible at dancing. They just do one song. No, dude, she should get like toothpick dudes to like lift up the fat chicks. Oh. That would look amazing. Whoa. You blew right? my mind right there. Yeah. They'd have to be pretty strong, but you need like a <laughs> like a like skinny white guys to really contradict the the large black female. You know? <laughs> And then you bring out the uh, the tiny Asian chick to carry up Jalen, the big fat dude, or whatever his name was. <laughs> well, no, that he could. Uh, you'd have to have two trannies. <laughs> so you got the dude who's a chick, and then the chick who's now a dude, and they dance together. <laughs> yeah, <Yada. laughs> and now they dance together. That's that's uh, make way for Lizzo's big tease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Like T Z Z Z T Z. Oh yeah. <laughs> they can feel included, you know. They get three Z's too. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
<laughs> Bring out the teas. <laughs> Tuck them if you got them. Time to dance, guys. <laughs> right on the money i'd tune in sounds like a good show i'd watch an episode